0: How long did it take you to get your head around the difference between CBD and THC? And they're the predominant cannabinoids that you hear about. But there's a lot of stuff coming down the pipeline like CBG and THCV. So let's just start with the two big dogs. When you started prescribing, did you dip your toes in the water with CBD first or did you take an approach where you got your head around it before you started prescribing it so you're happy to pick which of the two cannabinoids you'd work with?
1: I did some basic education and thought that I knew what I was doing at the time when I started prescribing and started prescribing predominantly oral formulations or oils because they were most easily integrated into the conventional conventional treatment paradigm that those patients might have already been on and used combinations of CBD and THC, but was probably more more focused on CBD because of its increase of the safety part, a safety profile, and less chance of intoxication or side effects associated with it and so when I started prescribing I thought I learned a bit about CBD I learned a bit about THC and I thought I knew a lot about them and we're, sorry, um, where
0: were you going in the early days or where, what were you using but for self-educating
1: it was mainly I started off just the companies themselves had some educational platforms that provided a, a, some introductory information and then I it wasn't the
0: Sacklers, was it
1: no, no, no. And then the one, the training pathway that really helped deepen my knowledge in regards to cannabis was the healer training, training modules by Dr. Dustin Sulak. And he's still a clinician that I follow extremely closely. And I think the understanding of the nuances and, and the personalized approach to cannabis based therapies through that, um, through that program is gold standard of practice with medical cannabis but initially i just knew a little bit about the basics of cbd and thc each company would provide the product information sheet and it would have recommended sort of dosing and titration sort of protocols and i leveraged those a bit initially but it's impossible to standardize cannabis treatments and so that's where i was having some good results when people fit into that fit fit the mold but most people don't fit the mold and so I was either underdosing or overdosing and, and I had to do my own self, I had to do my own self education to figure out why. So I thought I knew a lot when I started, but as there's a, with the most things, you know, a little bit and you think you're an expert. The more you learn, the more you realize you don't know. And it's not until after you've done profound amounts of education and research that you actually start getting back to that point of confidence again that you had initially in regards to your sort of knowledge base. And
0: does that apply still to your prescribing today? Like where you're not looking, there's nothing to look at. It's really just an experience. Not, a, I wouldn't say it's gut feel. It's your own internal medical AI machine learning algorithm that's running around Dr. Jim's head. Is it really just comes with time? You see patterns and understand, oh, this patient reminds me of that one. And you get a feel for how to prescribe and how to dose? You
1: definitely get a feeling around it and you see patterns and similarities between patients. But the biggest thing I think that I learned through the healer healer training is about providing patients themselves with the tools required to understand what's going on within themselves. So creating a process of self-awareness where they can actually, because most of the time when people are given a medication, they're like, here, take this twice a day. Don't Don't, Don't think about it. Whereas with cannabis being ap- applied appropriately, and I think all medications being applied appropriately, it should be, okay, why am I taking this medication? Checking in with yourself, I'm feeling distressed. I want to take something that relieves that distress. Where is that coming from? Where's the pain? What does it feel like? What could be the cause and the triggers behind that? I understand, I understand my symptoms, and then I'm going to take some medication. I'm going to check in with myself, you know, say an hour later after taking that medication to see whether there's been a shift in how I'm feeling if I'm feeling a positive impact from that medication the next step is what else can I do to improve my overall health journey in relation to what I'm experiencing should I go for a walk should I do some journaling should I do some breathing exercises should I be connecting with with people that make me feel supported and better about myself so it's that it's that process and so if they take a dose And they're checking in with themselves and they go, I haven't felt any change, positive or negative. The next time I take this medication or in a couple of days, I'm going to increase that dose and see whether that has more of a positive impact on my well-being. And then they keep following that process and they'll get to a point where they either get adequate relief of their symptoms with the formulation that you've provided or they run into side effects. And if they start getting side effects before they get relief, then, you know, you tell them to drop back to the, the highest tolerated dose to see over a period of a couple of weeks whether those, that, that, there is that improvement. But if there's not, then we look at tweaking the formulation, changing the formula and adding in other strategies.
0: And so does CBD, is that more difficult for people or does it have a higher propensity for a placebo effect because there is no psychotropic element to it? It is more, I don't know how to describe it. With THC, you, you typically have a sensation. With the yep. CBD, you don't necessarily have any physical or mental sensation. Maybe you do. Maybe you get relief from symptoms and I just don't have the symptoms yeah. to relieve. What's your thoughts on that?
1: So if people have obvious symptoms and they feel a change in those symptoms, then they'll understand that the CBD is doing something. But for those who their their, their symptomatology is more subtle, it requires some deep reflection and journaling or monitoring of how they're going to understand where the CBD is actually having an impact on people. And I'll have a lot of patients who come in and say, I don't think this is doing much for me. Things are going well, but I don't think the CBD is doing much for me. I'm going to stop it. All right, that's fine. Go ahead, stop it. And then a week later, they're like, oh, I think the CBD was doing a lot for me.